in the morning feeling different Smoked a little dope and now I'm lifted Looked up in the mirror feeling gifted Looked up in the mirror said I'm different I woke up in the morning feeling different Smoked a little dope and now I'm lifted Looked up in the mirror feeling gifted Looked up in the mirror said I'm different this is a hit. What's that? This tea. Oh, good. I plan to debut it on everybody in a couple of um, in a couple of weeks by Thanksgiving. So you guys that are listening, what you're hearing is the man sipping on a new concoction from Teflon Tonics. Winter is coming. Everybody in my space knows how I get when winter starts coming around. I get to getting real brewy with it. <laughs> I get real brewy with it. So what you have is a, a nice concoction for the season. It's going to help break up any mucus. It's going to be very warm, very calming and inviting um, and very comforting, I'm hoping. so. It should taste like Christmas in a cup. <laughs> well, what's going on, guys? We are all enjoying our uh, hot beverages. Yeah. It is definitely a... A cloudy, dreary day, but it doesn't feel dreary. It is the perfect fall day today, I would have to say. I agree. The leaves are blowing perfectly. It's the wrap up of a rainstorm. So, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't ha- we didn't have to turn on YouTube. We was live in it. Black screen, mm-hmm. great rain sounds. Uh, there's leaves everywhere. Um, and it doesn't feel dreary. It feels uh, tr- transitional. Yes, it does. It does feel very transitional. I like that word to describe what's going on today. So welcome back, guys. You know what it is. It's your girl, Teflon Spliff. I am here with my um, partner in crime and life. (laughs) Infinite K. And we are wanting to talk about um, some shadow work today. I can't thank you guys enough for tuning in. I can't thank you guys enough for the feedback and for everything that we have been able to openly discuss. Um, And it's only been four weeks. This is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So I'm going to dive right in here with you guys and talk about some shadow work. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. We got an announcement. Didn't didn't you reach 50 listeners already? Oh, (laughs) Thank you. Yes, um, that's really more of a personal thing for me, but I'm very proud to say yes. In in three weeks, we've gained 50 listeners, and I will have to check back and see what's going on with those listeners now because I know it jumped up a little bit. But thank you guys so much. Literally three weeks in and 50 unique listeners. That's pretty awesome. So thank you, and thank you for... The reminder to give myself a pat on the back. I appreciate it. Yeah, tell a friend. This pe- I know you do this for the people and the people are listening. So uh, thank you and thank y'all. Yes, thank you guys so much. Um, every share, every repost, every comment, like I was saying, all of the feedback. It's so much like very, very highly appreciated. And yes, that is a big step from zero listeners to 50 in three weeks. I'm very proud of that. So Real quick. thank you guys so much. <laughs> And now, I'm going to jump right right, into it. 
you know, we've had a couple of fun episodes so far, and I was really just getting everybody on the hook so that I could do this very thing, okay? <laughs> because we need to talk about it, especially now um, because winter is coming. A lot of us are experiencing some wintertime blues that we're not um, too happy about. But even more so than that, I am confident that there are a lot of people who are experiencing the same um, the same lessons, the same, I can't think of a good word for it, but transition, you guys, no, please stop. <laughs> okay. This is not going to be your word for the day. Um, you guys are experiencing a lot of reoccurring events because a, we have not necessarily learned the lesson that we're supposed to learn B, you don't even realize or recognize that you are in this loop of reoccurrence. And C, um, you just, well, I think it's just A and B, sorry. Yeah. It's just A and B. You have no idea what's going on. You don't even recognize you're in this loop or you, you just, you're just unaware altogether. So it's been a lot going on. And my first question is, do you know what shadow work is? Do you guys know what shadow work is? I know it's a it's a nice buzzword that has been going around for the last couple of years now. But do you do you know what it is? Do I know what it is? Yeah. Um, so you had to explain it to me because I, I, I figured but I didn't know. Hmm. Um so um this is what I gather from what you told me. From what I gather and what I understand is, is uh, shadow work is exploring the darker places of your mind and existence and or your innermost shadow and working on it. That's mm-hmm. that's what I gather. That is a great high level explanation of what shadow work is. And yes, it is kind of self-explanatory. But if you're not very familiar with your shadow or who that is or what those aspects of it are, um, then it's not that familiar to you and it's not that self-explanatory. So um, one of the best ways that I can describe shadow work is with an example. You know, I love a good example. So do you know what the inside of your mind looks like? Not literally, but figuratively, do you have a a scape or a theme that's in your head of what your mind looks like? I'm going to say yes and no, which I normally don't ever say, but it's a real thing. And thank you for introducing yes and no um, (laughs) as a viable answer to a question. Um, I'm going to say yes and no, because yes, I have a general scape of what it looks like right now. Yeah. But there's still some things that are undiscovered. Okay. Like there's, uh, and when I say undiscovered, I mean like uh, developed. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've been over there. I've been to the block. I know what the block looks like. I know <laughs> what it feels like. But I don't know what color the houses are. That's actually a great, great representation and a great explanation of what is going on in your own mind. May I give you what it looks like in mine? Sure. Have you guys ever seen Page Master? It's a very old film with Macaulay Culkin in it, and he's super young, and the video, I mean, the movie starts off as live action, but then it turns into an animated cartoon. 
And the basis of the film is basically this huge library. It's a huge library filled with columns and rows of books and books and books and books and books and books and books. books books. Essentially, that's what the inside of my mind looks like. It's a huge library um, in the forest with fairy creatures, a bunch of animals, and hella cats. (laughs) That's one of my favorite movies. And that's an amazing uh, explanation of your mind. Thank you. Because um, that's what I kind of figured it looked like. <laughs> yeah. And when you look out the window, you see the galaxy. Safe space. Okay. So just to give you a quick one. And you should think about this too, because it will help you in your own shadow work. Because if you don't know, or if you don't feel what the inside of your mind looks like, if you have no idea what it feels like, then it it can be very hard to try to begin to navigate your own brain because you're lost essentially you have no starting point there's no map saying you are here you're just in your shit and that's the first part we need to start with visualizing what your mind actually looks like how are you navigating in there is it light is it dark um are there fires around what elements of the natural world can you feel in your mind and your brain are there smells there Is there something that you want to paint, like a specific color? These are all great things to visualize and start on the path of um, shadow working. So back in my library, wooded, space-filled, woodland creature, fairied mind, when I first began this work with myself, and this is the example that you guys were waiting on that I had mentioned previously, but you know how I talk. So here we are at the example. There are very long corridors in my library wooded space-filled mind. And down one of these corridors is this really weird sound. It's not necessarily scary, but it's definitely intriguing to me. Like, I want to know what this sound is. So I follow the sound down this corridor. As I go down the corridor, it gets darker and darker, but the sound intensifies. And I know if I just keep going down this corridor, I'll be able to understand and see and know what this sound is. However, the darkness is starting to get to me. It's really starting to get to me. So I run back the other way, back to the light, back to where I'm comfortable, back to my favorite corridors of my mind. And that's what a lot of us do. There is a sound or memory or a smell or a circumstance or something that is making a sound in our mind. And we are very curious about it. But in order to get to it, we have to get through some uncomfortable darkness. And a lot of us are not comfortable doing that. This is essentially the basis of shadow work. Shadow work is pushing yourself through that dark corridor to whatever was making that sound. Now, that's my very Tef-S definition of it, okay? It is my definition. (laughs) Thank you. That's my definition. So it says, though, um, upon research, that shadow work involves getting in touch with the parts of yourself that you've repressed or what many might refer to as their dark side. 
It's called shadow work and involves diving into the unconscious material that shapes our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. Now, this is according to um, a therapist named Aku Botang and his PhD therapist here. That is their definition of shadow work. So sometimes when we think about the dark side of ourselves, we think about things that are... Well, what do you think about when you think about the dark side of yourself? I'll just ask. When I think about the dark side... Well, let me start because that's a very interesting thing. Let me start by saying this. Darkness was always looked at as an evil thing Mm -hmm. in my life Mm -hmm. uh, when I was a kid. They would talk about, you know, it's dark, it gets scary monsters in the dark yeah uh you know you talk about these things and i used to take it at face value and be like all right yeah but then when they were preaching all of these things i also heard in church that they said out of darkness comes light yeah and when i heard that i said okay it's something more to this darkness yeah, <laughs> this darkness is because that thing travels. It travels to you know skin and people's shades and colors. You start to look at dark as evil. That's not true. Dark is truth, <laughs> and dark is concentrated. So when I think about the dark side, I think about it. I might can't see what's going on over there, but some light is gonna come out of it yes. if I visit it. Yes. And so that's how I look at it. Now. That's a great way to look at it. That is a great way to look at it. And I think that is the place that a, a lot of us are trying to get to. And it seems ridiculous, right? How the hell is light going to come from this dark? But this is something that we have to always understand. The balance of things. It's just the balance of things. You can call it yin and yang. You can call it night and day. It's just simply the balance of things, light and dark. And that's a great um, that's a great point that you made. That darkness does not have to. It does not have to equal evil. It does not have to equal badness. It does not have to equal anything anything negative. It doesn't. Sometimes it does, but it doesn't. Um, so we don't have to equate those things with each other. They're not synonymous. When I first started exploring these things and myself, and here I'll just give you some of the uh, things that I have repressed over the years of my living, okay? And this is going to be triggering to some, or it might be triggering to some, so here's my trigger warning, Okay? This is a trigger warning that some deep shit's about to come next. I have repressed sexual abuse. I have repressed um, drug abusing parents. I have repressed trauma um, outside of that sexual abuse. Um... And I've repressed emotional abuse with inside of a romantic relationship. That's just a few things. Because I know that people often look at me and say, you just got it all figured out. Thank you, but I do not. (laughs) But let me tell you what I have figured out. I have figured out that just because I go down that corridor and I see a room, okay, this is another example. 
I open the door to this room and it is literally pitch black. It's okay. I could just turn on the light. Now I've turned on the light in this room and within this room, there is a mirror reflecting back everything I am trying to repress. Now I shut the light off and I close the door and now I'm, I'm going to barricade this door. Because I don't want to look at that stuff. I don't want to think about my sexual abuse. I don't want to think about my physical abuse. I don't want to think about my emotional abuse. I don't want to think about my drug addicted parents. I don't want to think about any of that. So we start to shut these things up inside of us. And we lock it up. And we pound on this door so that you can never get back in. And then we throw away the key. And we continue to grow with this barricaded, locked up room of ours. And that room never goes anywhere. That icky stuff inside it never goes anywhere. We just continue to grow. And we're growing in a very warped way because we're not growing through these things. We're growing around them. Mm. Have you ever seen a tree? And it's a beautiful thing. But have you ever seen a tree like literally grow around a gate Mm -hmm. or a fence or a I wonder what that must feel like. I wonder what that must feel like. Having to grow around something that you should not have to grow around versus just growing through it. Or growing up. Yeah. Just going sprouting straight up in the air. And that's it. That's a very interesting point that you bring to light. (laughs) Um, And I think a lot of us do that. I think a lot of us go through this this growing around, and it stunts our. Uh, it we, stunts our true growth. It's just our true growth of going up. Yeah. You know, toward the light, like. Mm-hmm. So that's a very interesting thing that you point out. Um, I think, and first and foremost, let me thank you for sharing those things that you've repressed, right? So and that's what I you, thank you thank you for receiving them and thank you guys. Um, And that's part of my point that I'm only able to share these things now because I've been able to get past my own barricades. A lot of us are barricading ourselves to the maximum so much so that we don't even realize we're doing it. It's second nature to us. It's second nature to us. Some things looking ugly. Ew, that's inside of me. Oh, it hurts. Oh, it's nasty. Get it out of my sight. Put it in a... And so now we can't put it in that room. We barricade it, right? Because it's barricaded. Now we have to put it in another room and another chest and another lock and another chain of lock and key. Now I don't just have this one thing that I have hidden from myself. I have these multiple pieces that I've hidden myself and split myself up into. Like whole cruxes. Shout out to my Harry Potter fans. <laughs> um, that's... Listen, let me back it up a little bit. (laughs) I'm going to back it up. The reason being is because this is the thing that is not necessarily looked at. You said out of your mouth, people look at you like, man, you have it all figured out. And you said that that's not true. You've just been able to identify some things and you're you're constantly working through them. Period. Here's the thing I got to say. Thank you for first and foremost sharing how your mind works. See, the thing is, is I think we have to uh, highlight, hyper highlight the steps 
in mm-hmm. which it takes mm-hmm. to do said work, right? Mm-hmm. You like knowing what the asking the question of what is your brain? Uh, you know, what does your brain look like? What's the process? Mm-hmm. Like, you do see how I describe mine? Yeah. I didn't give I I I write. I'm poetic as well, but yes, I didn't give, I didn't give anybody a a response. I'm not comfortable with giving that type of response of how my brain works. Yeah. I'm not there. Yeah. So I appreciate you having the knowledge of who you are and comfortability of who you are to even talk about the colorful description of doing that. I secondly, thank you for also sharing those things that you have repressed. People, these are all steps and processes. That's already two. If you start in those spaces and places, I think that it becomes more possible. And I just wanted to highlight that because those are very not easy things to do. Thank you for highlighting them as actual steps in the process. And you're absolutely right. It's not easy. And thank you for highlighting that part as well. This shit is not easy. No. This shit is not easy. People think that shadow work is like you you take some acid, you have a very beautiful psychedelic trip, your mind's open and free now. You you can skip and go through the forest. You have some sage that you're burning. You got some Palo Santo on hand. You got your crystals and everything set up on you. Take ritual baths. That is the part that comes with and through this healing. Because you know what? happens you you are splitting yourself apart no this shit isn't easy yes it's definitely hard that's why those parts the ritual baths and the crystals around you and the sound bath those are the parts that are complementary to shadow work by the way that all sounded amazing (laughs) (laughs) those are the things that are complementary to shadow work those are the things that are the balms and the salves and the the soothings to shadow work. So thank you because yes, that is another that is another interesting part and an interesting engagement that I get a lot from people. Um this not necessarily anger but definitely frustration. Like I got to, you just got it all figured out. You just make it seem so easy. It is not easy. It is not easy. There have been days, weeks, months that I have cried. That I've just been in my bed. I cannot get out. I don't. This shit is ugly. In me? That lives in me? That's ugly. It's nasty. It could be whatever it is, G. But that is absolutely part of it. You have to identify that in which you have already repressed. If you're not identifying or if you can't identify that. It is a very, um, it's very difficult to begin this work. So thank you. Yes. These are the first couple of steps. And no, it's not easy. It's not easy. I, I, I don't want you guys to ever feel like it is because it ain't. And if it is not that challenging for you, absolutely. That's a beautiful thing. But in general, no, it's not easy. Digging into yourself is not easy recognizing yourself aside from what everybody else sees is not easy. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to take a, take a moment to bring forth another beacon of light. 
you know, me and you are both uh, going back to your great example of, you know, great Macaulay Culkin movie. You guys really got to check this movie out. Page Master. Awesome. It's one of my favorites um, of all time. <laughs> check that movie out. Um, but in using your description, you know, you said you see the dark corridor and, you know, instead of going away from it, not every time, but that's how you approach it. I'm going to go see what's going on, what's making that noise, right? So the thing I wanted to do is give a definition of light because a lot of people don't know what a light is. Now, the thing is, is when you go look up the etymological definition, which I love, which is the origin definition, it honestly gives you the word over and over again, if I'm being honest. And that rarely happens, right? So, um, Like in the definition yeah, of like, light, the definition... It's just there too many times. Mm. Like, it's, it's a light. Uh, it literally says a light <laughs> to, uh, to brighten. Okay, these are all good definitions. So, but then in this uh, case, which are very rarely, not very rarely, but it is very seldom that I do this, I'm going to use the American translated definition. What is light? It says light or visible light is electromagnetic radiation. Mm. Webster says to become light. Mm. That's the first definition, to become light. Brighten, usually used with up her face lit up. Usually brighten, usually used with up her face lit up. Interesting. But just the fact that they said her face lit up. To become light. Yeah. Brighten. Yeah. To take fire. To ignite something. Such as a cigarette. Which Teflon Spliff is smoking right now. Look at that. And in any case. Light. The reason why I want to talk about this. Is because. People may think. That there is no light within them. And that's the light that I'm talking about. First and foremost. You have radiation. That's going on. You're radiating constantly. Our bodies are 98.6 degrees if you're healthy. If you're more than that, you have a fever, possibly COVID. I'm not 100% sure of all the specs. Um, be careful out here is what I'm saying. Um, but in going at, going back to the definition, light, it says to become light, brighten. What is light? Light is all of those things, right? But light also travels at 186 thousand miles per second what light around you have you ever seen that fast i look at light as a thought if it's a consciousness or something in my mind that i don't want to face and that i am repressing that is in this darkness even if i don't approach it your mind my mind will think about that thing constantly it'll think about it in several different circumstances it'll think about it extremely fast mm -hmm. to me it feels like those things are moving at 186,000 miles per second. That's the only light I can personally bear witness to. Besides, of course, how fast the sun may hit us. How fast the light may cut on. That's a great point. You are the light. So within the shadow work, because it can be very scary. It can be very scary and very sensitive and very raw depending on what it is that one may have suppressed, okay? And that is the great part of it. You don't need anything external. You don't need a flashlight. You don't need a match. You don't need anything else but yourself. Go inside yourself. And what I mean by that is stop running from yourself. There are thoughts that you have that are just fleeting thoughts, sure. 
everybody has them but there are some thoughts you may have that like you said you are constantly thinking about why dig into that dig in we talked about pushing through before and now i am specifically talking about digging into yourself you are that light so when you go into that dark room just stay there for a minute your eyes will adjust to what is around you look at yourself what is really going on And sometimes we are stuck because um, the darkness we have accumulated has come from external sources. Like I was saying in my own, my repressed trauma, these are things that um, were inflicted on me, have happened to me. But there are also some things that I have done myself that was like, oh, God, that is mm, I need to fix that. I need to look at that. And this is a step that we often miss. This is why I'm always preaching accountability. Always. And we are always going to be in different journeys of our lives. And you can just think about this as you're walking down the street. There's many people on the street. They're walking at different paces. They have different destinations. You are on your own. You are on your own journey into self. And that is the beginning of shadow work. I agree with that. That is the beginning of shadow work. It's not easy, guys. And I'm going to keep stressing that because I don't want you guys to think like, oh, yeah, you just got it all figured out. No, bro, I don't. But I have a few things. A few things that I could talk to you about that might help. And I heard them and it definitely helped me. What is your what is your thought process look like? You know, what does your brain look like? That's very important. How do you visualize your memories, essentially? How do you visualize? How do you categorize? How do you catalog? What does it look like when you walk through yourself? How does it feel? What's the temperature? I'll take the, I'll take the, uh, just to show you that those things actually work for me. I'm going to go through what my mind looks like because you just uh you just touched on it kind of what it looks like you said where what do your memories look like like where are they yeah unfortunately my memories are with me at all time all of them and that are they like just stapled to you are they glued to you they are that that row of books that you were talking about that's the row of books okay that the rows of books are memories okay and then the light is like me constantly creating it. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly creating the future, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But I'm throwing things out that are way far just in my thinking that come throughout what I'm saying. And I throw those things up. But as I'm walking and walking and I'm making new things, those memories keep traveling <laughs> down the corridor and down the hall. Like even mm-hmm. if I go downstairs or I go upstairs. They keep coming, and the the only thing that I've uh, seen bring light to them is me addressing them mm-hmm. um, within myself and addressing them outwardly to who, whom it may concern. Um, that's helped because that's helped bring resolution and a change. What do I mean by this change? 
essentially what I found out is when I, when I used to be scared of the dark or to go downstairs, what I figured out was if I turn all the lights on and I walk in all of these rooms and I make sure the front door and the back door is locked, I look under the bed, I didn't see any monsters. That when I cut that light out, the only monster in fear is me. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, essentially that's what it comes down to. And it's like, why, am, why does this consistently travel with me? Um, why is it yet not resolved? Uh, should I resolve it now? And how do you resolve and it? And how do you resolve it? And we will talk about those things more in depth in the in the upcoming episodes because this is not a one is not a one off thing, right? No. And with shadow work, this is a, a continuous thing. Um because we're always growing and we're always evolving. The things that I want to reiterate here are um identify how your mind looks. Write it down. What does it look like? What's the temperature there? What what things do you see inside yourself? Inside your mind? Are there pictures? Are there paintings? Are there elements of earth, wind, fire? Things like that. What's going on there? That's thing one. The second thing, and it is a very difficult thing, so take your time, even if it's just one at a time. Identify what you are repressing. Let's just start with those two. Let's just start with those two. And then we'll go forward. You guys may not know how to reach me, but I am Teflon Spliff on Facebook. I am Safe Space Teflon on Instagram. And I'm also Safe Space Teflon on TikTok. So if you guys want to reach out to me, you want to talk, you want to chat, you want to tell me I'm wrong, you want to tell me it doesn't work. If you want to just say, hey, I need some help with this, hit me up. Reach out to me. This is a tough, this is a tough one. I get it. And especially in the climate that we are now, it's a lot of different holidays coming up. And we, a lot of times, um, are feeling some things bubble up that we're just not aware of. So we'll get back to this. And I want you guys to know that I don't just say these things because they're easy or because I have it all figured out. I'm saying these things to you because I'm figuring it out too. And these are some things that have worked for me and maybe they will help you too. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Safe Space Tef Talk. And this has been our intro to shadow work. Let me know what you guys are thinking about and how you guys are feeling. Drop it in the comments. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Love you. Peace. Peace.